Welcome to the Building BN Podcast, where we take an inside look at Bloomington Normal economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners. Hosted by your BNEDC. Recording from our offices in Uptown Normal, we would like to welcome today's guest, Dr. Kinsey, president at Illinois State University. We hope you enjoy. So thanks for having me on your podcast today. It's great to to be here. So how did I end up in Bloomington Normal? So my journey started in Ohio. That's actually where I grew up, going to school at uh, University of Akron, which is a place that uh, people may not know a lot about, but in some ways reminds me of Illinois State in terms of the size. Big enough to have a lot of opportunities, but small enough that you can have a personal experience. Uh, I then actually... Uh, spent some time working in industry, which is why I'm always very interested in economic development. <laughs> and they ended up sending me back to get my PhD. I ended up not going back to industry. I was at Standard Oil of Ohio, but following the academic track, spent my fellowship at Carnegie Mellon in Pittsburgh, oh, nice. and then really decided I wanted to go into public universities. That's really where my heart is. And I had the opportunity to join the faculty at Rutgers Robert Wood Johnson Medical School in New Jersey, which was definitely a different place to be, but a lot of great experiences there. Worked my way up the administrative track while I had a research program. I've always been a biomedical scientist. I'm very interested in how mRNAs turn into proteins. It's been a very hot topic the last couple of years. And as I did more and more administrative positions, uh, became vice president for research in the end at Rutgers, I actually decided I wanted to go back to where I came from. Found the vice president for research position at Western Michigan University. And I spent three and a half years there uh, in a more regional university, but again, in this, about the size of Illinois State, making sure that's really what I wanted to do. Loved it. And uh, it, I ended up here because a wonderful mentor, Dr. Margaret Marsh of Rutgers University Camden, she was twice the interim chancellor there, had taken me under her wing, appreciated what I wanted to do, and is like, okay, it's time for you to be a president, and I'm going to start nominating you because she was very well known as a leader. And she is the person that said to me, you really have to look at Illinois State University. Because she knew me, she knew what I was interested in and the type of university I wanted to be a part of. She's the person that nominated me. So I'm, okay. I'm partly here because of Dr. Margaret Marsh. So, uh, well, and then of course, once I saw it, who could resist? Yeah, no, it, it is a gorgeous campus uh, where we're very fond of it. Love to being right next door to you guys. Um, that's, a, in my mind, I don't know, a pretty interesting background uh, for somebody that is uh, running a university. It's nice that you do have that private sector knowledge um, because I would think that most people probably get into the system and then stay in the system and work their way up. But you're bringing uh, multiple sides, especially with the research side, too. Um, that's fantastic. So that being unique, though, is there another unique personal fact about yourself? So, yes, I am very proud of the fact that I was born across the street from the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. <laughs> and so people joke about the fact that I like sports, but I like to think I was born into it. Sure, sure. And so uh, I've given many tours when we were living in Ohio. I've okay. been there and have some really awesome memorabilia from the induction ceremonies nice. into the Hall of Fame that uh, that my family's accumulated. That is that is very cool. I've actually been uh, to Canton. It is a, it's a great place to go. It's just cool to be around all the nostalgia and see uh, just even the videos and stuff that they show there it's just amazing i'm a huge football nerd though so i was very very excited to get w- there would you say football's your favorite sport no I okay ha- I, I just I had would, to clarify that I, <laughs> I i do enjoy football 
uh, I have to say, though, and my husband just got asked this the other day as well, we've really become big volleyball fans oh. coming to Illinois State. Sure. It was just amazing to watch what our women did this year. And volleyball is actually a really fun sport when it's played at that very high level. Yes. So we really are enjoying that. I yep. can understand that. I love watching volleyball at the Olympic level as well. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting, especially with the development of the ISU women this year. So that's that's great. Yeah, my daughter actually plays uh, volleyball at West, so we've been the traveling teams, and we've all played volleyball. And actually, to help her out, I end up finding myself on the court sometimes. And nowhere near as athletic as I used to be, but I still try, which is why I prefer playing on the sand, so it's easier when I fall. <laughs> a little easier on your knees, too, Definitely probably. Definitely easier on the knees. Uh, so, I mean, this is, this is going to be a hard one for you because uh, a lot of the people that we come in here are in um, the business sector and they know exactly what they do every day. But we all normally talk about, you know, the role of the organization. And I'm imagining probably similar to ours changes day to day. But if you could talk about, I guess, a typical day, um, you know, running ISU, what would that look like? <laughs> so the, the typical day is there is no typical day. Mm -hmm. It's one of the actual exciting things about higher education is there's unique things happening every day. I'll tell you one of the things this morning, I started my day at breakfast with the presidents of Illinois Wesleyan and Heartland Community College, as well as the superintendents of District 87 and Unit 5. Nice. And so I think it says a lot about what you do as president, which is you do a lot of this outreach and collaboration with other people. We consider ourselves collaborators for economic development for Bloomington Normal. We love to collaborate with our partner um, institutions. We were actually talking about how we can work together to help facilitate recruiting people to Bloomington Normal to the universities or to the schools by helping hire their partners sure. at other members of our higher education and education institutions. So a lot of what I do are those sorts of interactions with other people. I try to always find a way to spend some time with students. It can be as simple as uh, going over to the Starbucks in the student center, popping on the line, buying a couple students a cup of coffee and talking to them, going to student events, uh, this time of year, obviously, there's a lot of graduation events and mm -hmm. hearing students' story about their experience at ISU. There are the traditional meetings that we all have. And it's nice as president, I have a fabulous team. And so people are coming in with their big ideas, the problems and how they're looking to solve them, the opportunities we can capitalize on. And of course, there's donors and alums. And so every day is a little bit of mix yeah. of all of these. So it never gets boring. Yeah, it's great to hear about the uh, collaboration, especially with the uh, local high schools and also the community college, uh, because we're always challenged now in economic development. Uh, workforce is the number one topic. And we've used ISU so many times, along with Wesleyan, um, to land deals. Whenever we have somebody come to town and they're always saying, like, where are my workers? And I'm like, you have the end of a massive pipeline right here. And they get really excited whenever they see that. And our, honestly, our game is just information and relationships. And so it's great to see that you're collaborating at that level, but also with the next generation, because again, we're trying to figure out how we get them to stay here. And then as you were mentioning, the trailing spouse, that has been a challenge for us because State Farm employs over 14,000 people and trying to find out where the trailing spouse is gonna work. We know um, how people travel around central Illinois, the fact that we have 30,000 that come in every day, but still 25,000 that go somewhere else. Um, so it's great to see that that's a, that's ongoing as well. Um, so a little bit about the university, if you could dive into, because um, I know Normal is named Normal because it was Normal University. So a little bit of history and background on ISU would be great. It's really an amazing story uh, of how we started out as a normal college educating teachers, and we've maintained that strong focus. So the numbers I've heard are that one of six uh, P through 12 educators in the state of Illinois has graduated from Illinois State, whether wow. it's undergraduate, graduate degrees, PhDs even, 
leadership in our system. So we're really proud of that legacy, but we've added onto it in a, in a way that's very complementary. So if you think of our College of Arts and Sciences, there are education programs in there so we can educate science teachers. In our Wansuk Kim College of Fine Arts, it brings an incredible asset to our community. The productions, the gallery that's right in Uptown, all of those things are part of a vibrant community, but they also are educating um, art educators. So they have their own identities, yet they still tie to our historic mission, our um, College of Applied Science and Technology, College of Business, and then adding the Mennonite College of Nursing. It's been the growth of a university of, since um, 1857 that's met the needs, not just of our community, but of our state and our country. And so, as you may have heard, we'll be adding a College of Engineering very nope. soon. Nope. We needed to get to that, that so yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, well, I can't help but be proud of what this is gonna mean for our community. Mm -hmm. and, and again, it's gonna be a place where we really want to partner with industry to help to make sure that it's a transformational experience and that our students are um, exposed to the real life of all the opportunities in engineering. Yeah, no, that's one where um, as soon as we heard about that, I was like, this is going to help our role so, so much just because, like I said earlier, we're, we're trying to recruit business here, keep businesses here, and it all comes down to workforce. And so what you're talking about is having that experience-based learning with those partnerships um, such as Rivian, um, even Ferrero right now, they're bringing in some advanced robotics to start making some of that chocolate that's out front. Uh, so anyone that's in that space, as we started getting back to manufacturing, especially tech manufacturing, that's going to be huge for us. So we were really excited to hear that. We know the U of I has got a really strong engineering program, um, but we, we don't have enough spaces for the students. And so it's wonderful that we're going to have that here at ISU. And I, can, I guarantee you that's going to help us um, land more companies and um, you know, get Rivian to go as big as they can. Um, the, the larger that we can go here. So that is uh, it's fantastic, uh, for not just for you know, ISU and the students, but the community as a whole. Um, next phase is gonna be to figure out how do we get the students to stick around, which is what you were talking about with experience-based learning, because our experience is when we talk to a lot of students, most of them don't know what's in their own backyard. And I think getting them inside of Rivian, inside of uh, some of our other companies will hopefully let them know that there's more than corn to Bloomington Normal. There definitely is, and I think that um, the more that we can have those sorts of partnerships, the more companies that we can bring in to visit our robotics lab. And so, Patrick, you're welcome to come if you've not seen it. I've and seen bring, it a couple of times. Bring, <laughs> I, I have bring, not, so okay. I, would, I would love to see that. Yeah, we, will, cool. we will get that set up because it's a, it's, I happen to be a big fan of corporate engagement from universities. I've done it at the last two universities. I've been at to build that front door to the university for partners. And, and we are very well aware, and all of the data shows, that the first interaction is always ever talent. Mm -hmm. We're very proud of our talent. We've moved our, our uh, career services are right in our student center where we know our students love to go. And so the more companies we can bring in, the better it is. So I will tell you, I was speaking with a, um, I won't say what company, but an executive from a, a regional company at one of our football games in the fall. And he said, you know, we can hire accountants from Cornell, and, but we hire accountants from Illinois State, one, because they're equally good but two, because they actually appreciate what it means to live in the Midwest. Sure. And so I do think we have an advantage of our students here at Illinois State because they may want to explore Texas or Florida, but they like to come back. Yes. So. I, well, I do have a follow-up question for you. Since beginning your leadership at ISU, what, do you, what would you say would be the most surprising thing that you have learned since starting here? So it'll be 10 months at the end of this week. and. I think I've 
I got asked this question the other day, and I said the most surprising thing is how few surprises there were. <laughs> it's it, and you you expect you're going to open a door and you're going to find a problem, or you're going to open a book and find a a challenge. But the the university is very authentic in how it represents itself. The people are very proud and very nice, and when you come here, they're very proud and very nice. Mm-hmm. And so there have not been the number of of surprises I might have anticipated. So I thought that was a sign of an excellent search process as well. They were very transparent about the institution, its goals and its strengths. I do think that um, the thing that is still surprising to me is the inequity in higher education funding in the state of Illinois, which I recognize, but I did not realize how deep-seated and historic it was mm-hmm. that, that you know truly one of the two best universities in your state is 40% below the average in per student funding and sort of feel like we were a little penalized for being successful. So that, that's been a bit of a shock, but I have faith that the process that state has embarked on to try and come up with more equitable funding and to serve our uh, equity, diversity, and inclusion goals, Illinois State is a place where we can have a major impact. Definitely. And that, that's, that's been an ongoing conversation. It's something, um, yeah, in the past that we brought up to our elected officials to say, hey, guys, just, you know, we play in data, we play in economics, and this isn't really adding up right now that, you know, Illinois State is doing so well. Um, like you said, does, does lack the funding of some of the other universities. Um, so, yeah, somewhat being punished for being successful. And I imagine what you could do with more funding. It would help our students. That's the bottom line, and that's the investment that the state is making. As we're talking about talent and keeping students here in Illinois, Mm -hmm. when they leave Illinois for their education, it's much harder to get them back. Definitely. Definitely. Well, pivoting a little bit, uh, we found out, you know, what was so great about ISU, and so now we like to talk about, you know, maybe some surprises you might have found around the community. Um, But if you have had someone in town and um, you wanted to recruit them to the area, what would your perfect day in Bloomington Normal be? My perfect day in Bloomington Normal, it would start out with some sort of a walk. I really appreciate the number of places that you can walk. You can walk around the Fell Arboretum in the middle of the quad. You can walk uptown and get a great cup of coffee. And um, there's a they have a very nice savory uh, scone. Yes. Right? Yes. That's one of my favorites. Uh, you can walk on the trails. It, th- there's, a, there's a place to go out and start your morning off with in nature. And I think people think of cornfields, but there's beautiful nature around here. Yes. Uh, my husband said we saw both an Oriole and a Goldfinch on our feeder this morning. And so, and of course the Redbirds. But I think it's, a, <laughs> it's enjoying the natural beauty that's around here. Mm-hmm. I think another thing that I would do is I'd like to go to um, the Distill Brew House. Yes. In particular, you can sit outside and enjoy a beverage or the fun things they do some Sundays where they actually have a craft mm-hmm. craft fair you can go to and walk around with your beverage or sit by the fireplace in the winter. It's more, it's an activity. It's not just a meal, but it's a good meal. And of course, I hope that people would take in an Illinois State um, theater performance or a concert or a sporting event that there, many of them are free. There's a lot of really great free things to do in Bloomington Normal not just what we do, whether it's the circuit, the Corn Circus Festival. Mm -hmm. I think it's a matter of just all you have to do is look and there's something to do and there's a lot of options. And I'd probably end my day with an adult beverage, you know, with my feet up somewhere in downtown Bloomington, which is, uh, I have to say, I'm a big fan of Epiphany Farms. Yes. She's kind of already jumping ahead to our next question. Uh, Yeah. What's your favorite uh, being food item or restaurants here in town that you like to visit? 
So, of course, I'm going to put in a plug that when you go to an event at Illinois State, we have great food from Chef Phil, but I like to get out, and I have a soft spot for The Rock in Uptown because that was the first meal that I had when I was here to interview. And so it has a nostalgia to it about coming here and being in Bloomington Normal for the first time. Um, Yes, Epiphany Farms. Again, I have some great food memories of places because that's where the our trustee chair at that point, Julie Jones, took us for dinner the night before I was announced. So I like to associate it with events. Uh, the Distilled Brew House is a favorite. In fact, that's the place we took our, our daughter, son-in-law, and our little grandson, because it's a really fun place when you've got family. You could plenty of room to run around. Um, and then I actually really like Signature India. Okay. Uh, um, we're big fans of different types of ethnic foods, so that is so that's about four right there. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that would be one that I'd, I'd expect would surprise most people whenever they come here, just the diversity in our food mm-hmm. that we do have. And then following up on Distill, yeah, we love being out there, especially whenever they have the different markets and the live music. And then um, we proudly show off the different stadiums that you have whenever we have prospects in town. I don't know if they expect it. Um, a lot of them that we've had recently are foreign direct investors coming in from overseas, and they're like, oh, we have a football team. And I was like, yeah, we've got a couple of football teams and they, and volleyball as well. So they're, they're very, very excited to see the sports that we have here in the community. And I agree with Epiphany. That is my always go-to. I'm a big fan of the steak that they've got here. Even beats out a lot of steaks in Chicago. So big fan of that. You can even go upstairs to Anjou. Yes. No, Anjou is a whole new world. I like to show that one off because it almost feels like you're in downtown San Francisco. A little bit different compared to, you know, central Illinois. Yeah, exactly. And then one of the last questions we'd like to ask is uh, why economic development matters. It matters incredibly, not just for our community, but for each of the individual parts of our community. One of the things that we'll be embarking on at Illinois State this year is developing this corporate engagement strategy. And so the idea there is to make it a really easy front door for people to come in. Whether they want to sponsor an athletics event, they they may have a foundation that wants to support an initiative, particularly in training. They're looking to hire talent. Um, they're looking to hire the expertise out of the university. Those partnerships are critical for having a vibrant university community and for having really top-notch experiences for our students. So it's very important that we have those connections. It's also important that the university is part of the economics of our region. We are a major employer. Mm-hmm. And so we, we understand that's one of our roles. So we want to be a top place to work because we understand that that experience reflects on um, the entire region. And again, I, and I hope people that are listening that are thinking about hiring someone and they have a trailing spouse, don't assume that universities only hire people from universities. In fact, we love bringing people in from other areas to bring in their expertise, whether it's in finance or facilities. There's a lot of opportunities at a university that we can help in terms of partnering for recruitment. And then it's just a matter of everyone wants to live in a vibrant community. And I always talk about how McLean County is one of only four counties that went up in population in the last census. So there's something special here. We want to maintain that. There definitely is. And that's uh, what, what actually why we hired Whitney to actually help tell our story as a community marketing manager, because we've done a great job in the past of telling businesses why they should do business here. But now we need to tell that story on why you should work, live and play here. And ISU is a major part of that culture. But back to the the, the civic engage, engagement side and the um, corporate engagement, we actually hired a ISU grad, Casey Peterson, from your Stevenson Center. And uh, his full-time role is to go out and meet with businesses and connect them um, with the different resources. And I know that, I think it was just last week, they met with um, the university's uh, civic engagement office. And so just trying to 
you know, bring more partnerships, more information and relationships um, so we can uh, get more involvement uh, between, you know, ISU and um, the community, but then also our uh, local employers are all asking for the same thing, which is talent, which you have. <laughs> so it seems like a pretty good fit to us. Yeah, I, I recently just uh, held two focus groups at your Civic Engagement Center to go along with our community branding uh, campaign and to get student input and voices. And they were incredibly engaged and I thoroughly enjoy working with the Civic Engagement Center and I can just walk there. (laughs) So we're so close, like you said, it's beautiful just to take a walk there. And I enjoyed talking with ISU students a little bit more to kind of see what, you know, interests them in our community. And like Patrick was saying, how can we maintain them post-graduation and post-college? So. It's very interesting to see the things that they enjoy here and um, the things that they want to see for the future. That's a great point, Whitney. And, and I think I share your vision that we have to tell our story. Where There's a little bit where I think Illinois State and perhaps Bloomington Normal have been a little bit Midwest modest, as we like to say. <laughs> yeah. And uh, somebody that spent 23 years in New Jersey, I think we could use a little bit of that um, bravado mm-hmm. to talk about how great that this community really is to be a part of. And so we're certainly do hope to, in any way, of course, partner with you on that, but we are definitely want to tell the story because we talk, people, I'll tell you, if you talk to alums that come back for any event, get an award, homecoming, they all talk about Uptown, mm-hmm. that how literally it's transformed the experience for students here. Well, and it's amazing the perspective that students bring to a process like that. It's so vastly different than, you know, what you see in a regular workforce. So just talking with them, having a conversation with them, it yeah, it's invaluable how much insight they bring to the table when it comes to um, our future retention for college students. So it was very enlightening and they were very dynamic. I, I, I think I learned a lot. It took me back about 10 years when I was in college um, to see the engagement that they have for this community and uh, what the future might bring. Yeah, no, up, you're right, Uptown, though. I was I was a student here at ISU. That's my dorm. I'm over at Manchester. And Can this, you see your room from here? Um, no, it faced the other way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> yeah, no, it faced the other way. But, uh, no, yeah, Uptown did, did not exist. It was back in 97, didn't look like this. So, so it's it's been great to see the continued growth, not only in Uptown, but all of Bloomington Normal. And a lot of my fraternity brothers come back as well. And I'm always like, do you think you could see yourself living here, you know, getting out of Chicagoland? And they're like, actually, I could now before never know but yeah for for the investment going on and you know continued expansion isu and our area uh, yeah we've got a lot we got a big story to tell and that's why we're looking forward to this branding initiative is there anything else you wanted to cover i just hope that people will um look for opportunities to engage with us that they're happy to they're they're more than welcome to reach out to my office as well as like i said we look forward to actually speaking with our local business leaders small and large as we look to make the university even a better partner. I don't think we're a bad one. I just think we can make it a little easier and that people, uh, you know, always introduce yourself if you see me because I'm still meeting people sure. in the blooming to normal community. So yeah, I always a, appreciate the chance and to hear people's perspectives. Awesome. Yeah, there's 172,000 of us here, so that's quite a bit of people to meet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're glad to have you here. Thanks for coming on and talking uh, about ISU and all the wonderful things that you guys have going on there. And hopefully we can do a follow-up pretty soon. And uh, yeah, definitely get you guys involved in the brand because it's a, it's a major part of our story. Well, you're very welcome. I appreciate the opportunity and thanks for all that you're doing for our community. Thank you. Thank you. Tune in next week as we continue to take an inside look at Bloomington Normal's economic development with industry pros, local businesses, and community partners, and learn more about our BN Advantage.